Hey, Jake, we need a good hook for this intro. Hmm. Well, I've got a hook blade. Uh, hook blade? What's that? It's part hook, part blade. Ooh, perfect. Yeah. Hey, 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 awesome audience. Welcome back to Region Unlocked, the awesome podcast where we talk about nerdy video game stuff. I'm Jake. And I'm Cameron. And we are back with our awesome special guest today, Malcolm. Hey, Malcolm. Hey, guys. What's up? Not much. Excited to be back and talking about more Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah. I am completely hyped for this conversation. You don't sound that hyped. It sounds forced. I am completely hyped for this conversation. Right. I'm going to stealthily sneak this pun in. <laughs> All right. That was perfect. Okay. Right, you, that you, was forced. You're good. You're good. All okay. right. So, Malcolm, let's. I got another question to open. Mm-hmm. Season three, we're focused on like the 360 era of video games. What is your favorite 360 game of all time? So favorite 360 game of all time, uh, it's actually uh, going to be Mass Effect. That's going to be my favorite 360 game, which, funnily enough, I looked up the uh, release dates for Mass Effect and Assassin's Creed, and they both came out pretty close together. Yeah. Um, but I would say that, wow. uh, uh, you know, like Mass Effect is the most memorable for me um, as far as 360 games go. I remember replaying that just dozen times, if not more. Uh, you know, just seeing all the different ways, all the different uh, uh, ways, you know, things can play out, the different dialogue options, being Paragon or Renegade. I love that. You know, that was something that was, uh, you know, missing in uh, a lot of the Assassin's Creed games, but some of the later ones, they did add some of those uh, elements in. Yeah. So are you saying you prefer the first Mass Effect over the others? Uh, yes, because for me, that's the one that started everything. True. <laughs> okay. Nice. So... And I remember distinctly getting hyped for that one because I had a copy of Game Informer. I still have it somewhere, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, of the, the the big Mass Effect reveal. And, you know, it was like a page just about, you know, flora, alien flora and fauna. And I was just like, oh, really? whoa, blown away. <laughs> had a big effect on you. A massive effect. I think, we, <laughs> I think we use that pun almost every time we bring that game up. So anyway. Yes. On a mass scale. I'm done. I'm done. It's funny, I uh, I always ask guests their favorite games, but I don't think Jake and I ever really answer that. Do you have an answer for that, Jake, for like top 360 game? Oh, snap. That's something I need to think about. Uh, okay. We talking now or like in the day? I guess I don't care. Well, okay, well, let's see. In the day, it was definitely Assassin's Creed okay. because it was the first game that I got for 360. And I played it so much, and it kind of started the obsession for me for this whole series. Looking back, wow, I don't know. Maybe Bioshock? Yeah. I played the heck out of that game. Yeah, I mean, rightfully so. As I think about this, I think it's very hard to say which one's on top. And uh -huh. I think it's more of like, I have a tier. And, you know, the S tier. It's like, here's all the games that are above that. Uh -huh. And I was trying to think of games that are... A, you know, they're S tier, but they're uh, they're very different from each other, right? So I was thinking uh -huh. Bioshock, Mass Effect, any of the Mass Effects, uh, Dishonored, 
and Portal Two. Ah, okay. So those are those. Those are my S tier three sixty games. Oh man, but there's so many. I think yeah, almost every three sixty game I own is is up there. It's like what about the first Red Dead? That's pretty dang great. I mean, Assassin's yep. Creed Two, as we're talking about. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, I kind of just broke the question by uh, <laughs> by not answering it. So anyway. Let's go ahead and get back into Assassin's Creed. So we are going to pick up where we left off. We ended with Assassin's Creed Revelations, the end of Ezio's story. And we're going to start with Assassin's Creed 3, the end of Desmond's story, which I don't know about you guys, but I don't really want to talk about Desmond's story at all. (laughs) I want to talk about Assassin's Creed 3, which takes place in the American Revolutionary War which mm-hmm. was a, the first time or maybe the only time we've had a game taking a pla- taking place here in America. Well, yeah. It, well, mm, not quite. Believe it or not. Well, we also had um Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which takes place kind of in the Caribbean. Oh, that's true. Same same um, region, which makes sense because they they are closely related protagonists. Yes, that is true definitely the first that takes place in america okay well so i thought we could start off by talking about the intro of this game which Mm -hmm. caught me by surprise you play a very lengthy tutorial as haytham kenway you think you're doing your job being an assassin and playing like an assassin doing all this stuff and then what's this at the end he gets inducted into the templars what the heck our enemies. Oh so, <laughs> what what'd you guys think of that, <laughs> Malcolm? Oh, that was a that was a huge uh, mind explosion for me. I was not I, because you start the game off, you know, in pretty uh, uh, you know typical fashion, doing similar things that you've done before in other Assassin's Creed games. So it's just like, oh, you know, I'm playing uh, another assassin, you know, trying to help things out, and uh, you know, you end up going, uh, you know, meeting up with uh, one of the Templars, and he inducts you. And I just mm-hmm. thought, wow. I mean, that was a heck of a hook. Because then you're just sitting there wondering, like, oh, well, who's, where's the character I'm playing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Oh, snap. Are we talking about three right now? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember this. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is a shock to me, too. I'm, I'm listening and learning right now. So the whole intro of this game, you were actually playing as the main protagonist, Dad. So Hatham mm-hmm. Kenway is the father of Connor, who is a half, I guess, British guy and half Mohawk <laughs> Native American. And that made for an interesting main character. I think Assassin's Creed 3, and this is kind of out of nowhere here, is my least favorite. Maybe not my least favorite. But That's interesting. I went into this with really high expectations of uh-huh. their, you know, they're trying to transform again. They're trying to be yeah. a little different from the Ezio saga mm-hmm. and do some new things. And I think they borrowed a little too much from other games. So, for example, okay. um, Assassin's Creed 3 came out October 30th, 2012. The first Red Dead Redemption came out in 2010. So, uh-huh. probably around the time they started working on Assassin's Creed 3. And I feel like there's a lot of those similarities of you know exploring the american frontier you're getting out and you're Uh hunting and 
getting away from the cities, the buildings, and even the cities that are there are they're much smaller. They're you know early colonial America. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not Venice, right? And yeah. I just I did not like that. I did not like the frontier. I thought it was like it just didn't fit. It's like okay, cool, running through trees, kinda. Uh, I liked the rope dart where you can assassinate people with the rope dart and then you like drop down from the tree and pull them up into the tree. But still, it's just like, yeah, this this isn't what I wanted. What okay. do you think? Yeah, I thought that they, uh, it, like the, uh, uh, you know, the, the movement of the character, like I feel like this is one where the parkour elements of the game kind of increased, you know, like as you're running through yeah. forests, you know, rather than, uh, I mean, you're still in cities, but rather than, you know, in, in towns of crowds and crowds of people, uh, you know, you're in, in just more sparsely populated areas. So I think that they did a good job making kind of the setting and the graphics, you know, like especially when it comes to the snow. I thought that mm-hmm. that was just next level. I remember uh, my most memorable uh, experience with this game was actually when it was uh, first came out. I remember Ubisoft brought a tent up to Purdue and set up on the Memorial Mall, and you could actually play through uh, a ship battle as well as uh, a battle on land, and it was uh, in it was I think during one of the Blizzard missions where you know like which I thought was really cool. It like obscures your vision, but yeah. you know makes it, makes it easier for you to sneak around, assassinate people. But yeah, I, I, you can definitely feel like like this was a transition game where they were trying to change things uh, significantly compared to uh, you know Assassin's Creed Two from Brotherhood to Revelations. Those all felt like pretty uh, you know linear increases to the to sure. the game complexity. But uh, you know this one, uh, you know I think it it, it fe- definitely felt like a miss. Uh, you know even though I thought the the story and and some of the other uh, little things were done well. I don't know. I I don't like the story in this one. Oh, you know, like I mean, the the whole plot for revenge. Like he's mostly just chasing down his dad for the most part. But honestly, maybe it was because it's American history that we all know a lot better. That uh-huh. it just a lot of it felt so kind of silly and forced to have Connor there. Because okay. one, Connor really seems pretty indifferent to what's going around, going on around him, emotionless. And uh-huh. it, it just seemed like all this this shoehorned missions of being like, oh yeah, Paul Revere was actually riding on the horse you were riding. You were the one taking him around while he said the <laughs> British are coming. And um, okay, it's just a bunch of that where it's like he he just didn't fit. He it just didn't seem like he cared about any of that. And it was just weird to have the history we know surrounding this character who isn't really involved if that makes okay. sense yeah he felt like a very yeah. used protagonist where uh and when, and when i say that i mean like he was used uh like used and manipulated a lot in this game i thought like yeah. i felt like hatham you know his uh his dad essentially uh you know like lied and i felt like manipulated him against you know george washington but then you also find out that you know george washington's responsible for the death of your mother like years prior and has known it and lied to you, and I, I feel like there's there's definitely some conflict there that I think leads to him becoming indifferent. But yeah. I can I can mm-hmm. see what you're saying about you know like them just kind of inserting him. You know I think that like maybe this is kind of the game where they just start inserting uh, you know assassins into historical things that happen rather than trying to put more of the uh, the mystery uh, behind it. Like they're just you know like you said just 
slap him on a horse with Paul Revere, and he's the one that's <laughs> that's that's you know really responsible for riding around warning him. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I guess we can all conclude this is not one of our favorite games, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure what else I have to say about this one, other than it was the intro of ship combat, which hadn't existed before that. And it was fun, but it was actually a very small sliver of, of this game. Uh-huh. And so that segues into the next game, which is Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, which is basically the best Pirates of the Caribbean game ever made. It is so good. <laughs> it is it is wonderful. This game takes place, if, I thought this was weird, it, they jump back two generations. So you play as Edward uh-huh. Kenway, who is Haytham's dad, uh-huh. Connor's granddad. So, yeah. very weird. Jake, how about you uh, tell us a bit about this game? Well, Black Flag, it takes place in the Caribbean during the Golden Age of Piracy, which was around, you know, the 1600s, 1700s, uh, and this game has a lot of that ship combat. We see, like, I'd say half this game is just ship combat. If, um, if not more. Yeah, yeah, if not more. Yeah. And just so small, uh, so, so many small amounts of the game are you know, focused on land, which a lot of the similar um, in, you know, continuous Assassin's Creed elements such as parkour and uh, assassinating people are there too. But you've got all these ship battles and that's the coolest part about this game. Um, Spending so much time upgrading your ship and uh, sailing around. And it's, I I can't really explain how cool it is. Um, (laughs) It made the game so much fun for me, at least. Yeah. Now you're ready to sail for the horn. Our boots and our clothes, boys, are all in the porn. To be rollicking, randy dandy. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I loved, uh, you know, Edward Kenway. I remember, uh, you know, when the stills uh, for this game first came out, I remember some people saying, like, this is, like, such a change, uh, you know, because, like, this was kind of the first, uh, it felt like, anyway, the first Assassin's Creed where they're kind of, uh, uh, you know, making them less about assassinating and more yeah. like more actiony in, yeah. in terms of combat because you know like like you're originally supposed to be like this quiet assassin who's just sneaking around kind of taking things mm-hmm. taking people out and then in this game you know you, you see the stills of the of edward and he's got like four guns two swords <laughs> and he's yep. you, you know he's, he's you know it's very uh, very in your face uh, with mm-hmm. with the combat, but I thought I thought, I thought it was I thought it was done really well. Again, the customizability with the ship was so on point. That entire system reminded me a lot of uh, the SEO customization that you got throughout uh, the the earlier games. So mm-hmm. it felt like felt like a really good like Black Flag feels like a really good you know sequel to Assassin's Creed Three. Felt like it built yeah. on everything that Assassin's Creed Three was trying to do, and just mm-hmm. did it better. You know, the ship combat was better. Um, you know the settings were just just gorgeous. I mean the, the oh, islands, yes. the water, uh, the water effects, the weather effects. Uh, uh-huh. Those those were so cool. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's funny that you say that they're they're like trying to make this different because Edward is barely even an assassin in this game. The game starts uh-huh. with him killing an assassin and taking his clothes, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. then yep, I guess he's slowly kind of mentored by an assassin as they intersect with each other but uh-huh. it's only it's not till like the end that he's like okay i'm an assassin now yep yeah. it's so big and boisterous and not subtle at all all the action that he commits <laughs> yeah for the most part <laughs> but it's funny because well, there are like, sneaking missions but thinking back to it now it's like i don't 
I don't want to get involved with this whole ship combat game. But <laughs> I don't know, once you get into it, it is so much fun. Because I remember I started this game and for some reason just stopped. It's like, I don't like this. I don't know why. And maybe it's because I didn't want to commit to all that ship combat. But then yep. I gave it another try a little later, a few months later, and I just couldn't put it down. I could oh, not stop yeah. playing that game. <laughs> yeah, they did, they did it so well. Yeah, it, it was done so well. The most memorable, uh, you know, like ship portions to me are the uh, when you would attack a fort uh, mm-hmm. from sea, uh-huh. and you'd be, you know, like sh- fighting off the ships first, and then you're trying to destroy their fortifications to be able to, uh, you know, actually, you know, invade the the fort with your troops, and then you're fighting with yep. your troops. I, I really like that, and I felt like they, uh, you know, use that really well as an mm-hmm. as an element compared to prior games where they use like towers or, uh, you know, like citadels, uh, you know, within these yes. cities. They kind of just went and put like, oh, well, these forts existed, so we'll just put one there, yep. and uh, you know, have you go conquer it, and that's how you kind of take up the or conquer the territory. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, question for you. Which do you prefer, Assassin's Creed 4 or Assassin's Creed 2? I'd have to personally say 4. Okay. Because it was an improvement for me. Still love 2, though. Yeah, what do you think, Malk? Yeah, I, w- I would say Black Flag as well. You know, I mean, I, I think Edward's journey is a really interesting one. Um, mm-hmm. But, man, it's, it's, it's tough because Ezio is such a, such a good story. Uh, just lasts and it has a good payoff. And I feel like this one, uh, you know, Black Flag, especially towards the end, I feel like the payoff was not as good. But I would mm-hmm. say the game overall is just better in so many ways. Uh, compared mm-hmm. to Assassin's Creed 2. I like the combat so much more, you oh. know, and, and the setting I thought was, was just impeccable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they're very hard to compare. Like, they're very different. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're totally it's different. like, 2 was the big leap forward, and, yep. and, make it, and the series stuck to that for a while, and then 4 was, like, perfecting it again and, and changing it up in such four a good way. 4 was full sail. Full sail. Full sail. Uh, <laughs> we need to sing a pirate shanty now. <laughs> I'll, I'll patch one in right now. Yeah. <laughs> Come, all you young sailormen, listen to me. I'll sing you a song of the fish in the sea. And it's windy weather, boys, stormy weather, boys, when the wind blows. We're all together, boys, blowy winds westerly, blowy winds blow. Jolly southwester, boys, steady she go. See, I don't know which one I'd prefer. I'd probably put the more time in four and four is so pretty it's it's kind of crazy that they're on the same console yeah like the yep. 360 had quite the run of improvement throughout its life which yes. was was very cool yeah and you can see it in these yeah. games for sure mm, definitely it's 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 good it came out like when uh, pirates of the caribbean was still pretty big wasn't it so everyone was still Probably. on that pirate kick <laughs> that's yeah. what made it even better yeah yeah it was it was really interesting for me because i was actually when this game came out you know, I was studying history in college, and uh, I actually had a class that was nothing. That was just about nothing but pirates, and oh, it was yeah. so interesting to go from this class and then go home and play the game, and you know, like see the different similarities. You know, like I see, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the biggest one for me is uh, the pirate republic that they kind of create in NASA. Uh-huh. You know, which I, I thought that was yeah. just such an interesting, you know, point of history. You know, it's just, you know, a lot of people don't even know. They're like, yeah, a bunch of pirates got together and made like a, a you know, 
anarchist republic, you know, <laughs> at Nassau for 11 years. And, uh, you know, that was, that was such an interesting setting. Um, and then you get to meet, of course, all the different pirates, which I thought was, was such so well done, especially with Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. Felt like yeah. they did a really yep. good job with him, making him yep. seem, uh, you know, really scary and and uh, kind of indifferent, but also having a different different side to him as well. Man, so cool! You're bringing back some <laughs> memories. I need to play this again. I don't want to. I got other creeds to play that I haven't started. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never run out of games. <laughs> so that, I think that's a, a good place to move on. So from this point, we, we start moving into next gen, and, and we've never talked about this next gen on, on this mm-hmm. podcast yet. So, whoa, whoa. whoa. big stuff right here. But yep. uh, it kicked off with with Unity and then launched like same day with, with Rogue, which no one touched because they're like, whoa, whoa, you're launching this old game when we could be playing the shiny <laughs> new one? And... <laughs> I couldn't get into Unity. I thought it was kind of clunky because they started adding this these indoor sections that didn't work uh-huh. very well. But boy, yeah. that game was gorgeous. I thought the, the cloth physics and, and just everything in that game looked really stinking good. Yeah, pretty sure it was like the first Assassin's Creed to come out on the PS4, Xbox One generation, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. I didn't play much of it, but it was pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I played it for probably about three or four hours uh, and then ended up, uh, you know, putting it down like you. I couldn't couldn't really like the gameplay felt felt weird and forced the uh, the interior sections of the game. Uh, I felt like added more annoyance to the climbing because in the prior games you'd be kind of climbing to the rooftops. And then I remember, uh-huh. you know, just, uh, you know, getting into so many annoying predicaments where you're trying to get to the roof and you just keep climbing in the same same area and you just can't get away um so you know that was that was probably the biggest uh a knock for the game as well i didn't really find a lot of i didn't really like arno that much um yeah okay. he, he kind of felt like more like like a, like a discount Ezio. Yep, and they're both they're both four letters and end in O, which I thought was just <laughs> irony there, maybe. But yeah, you just couldn't really relate to him compared to Ezio. Mm. Yeah, that's okay. that's spot on. I hadn't thought of it like that. So, what about Syndicate? So, Syndicate, I was very excited for because like, whoa, industrial England, like that. Mm-hmm. That's my that's, jam that's right there. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't play much of it. I loved it. It, it builds. Uh-huh. It built on Unity. And made some improvements. It gave you a freaking grappling gun, so you can yeah. really climb stuff fast, which was fine. Because at this point, it's like we've been playing these long enough. I don't need to be climbing so slow all mm-hmm. the time. Yep. But I felt like this. This was like the closest feeling I had to playing Assassin's Creed Two. Like I thought it. Uh-huh. It had all the similarities, but then also all these improvements they've learned along the way. Uh-huh. And one thing I really liked that these two games did, Unity and, and Syndicate, is that they kind of changed up the formula of approaching a target where uh-huh. it was this big mission set piece where the target's in the center and you cannot get to them immediately, where you need to first actually like talk to some people or some guards and like fig- find out about like these secret entrances or these mm-hmm. weird things you can do where you could cause a carriage to crash and that's going to distract these guards. And then you go in (laughs) and there's just like a very 
specific way you have to get to that target, but there's like three different ones. So you can do it a little yeah. differently each time. I loved that. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I played it for a few hours and it was a lot of fun, but the capabilities of my computer are not uh, good right now. So it's very <laughs> laggy. Yeah. Um, so that's why I couldn't get further into it, but I really liked the, the base that you had. It was on a train. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. That was really cool for me. Yeah. And you got to play as two characters, Jacob and yep. Evie. And they, they both had like different skill trees and uh-huh. I only played as Evie generally cause she had the stealth skill tree and she wore the hood while Jacob wore his big yeah. top hat. Yeah. And it's yep. like, I want to wear the hood. Yeah. Gotta stick with the hood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the hood. Uh, so yeah, I never really, pl- I never played Syndicate too much. I think I played uh, maybe a demo of it, but that was really about it. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't. So Unity and Syndicate are probably the least played, uh, or not played, <laughs> rather games that uh, of this mm-hmm. franchise. Uh, you know, otherwise, you know, my journey kind of with it kind of picks up uh, uh, when Origins comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is kind of disappointing. Like Unity or not Unity Syndicate. Again, I thought it was great, but it really kind of just got swept under the rug where I bet a lot of people forget it even came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've forgotten that it come out. <laughs> and, and then I'm looking and I'm thinking, oh, man, I missed that one. Yeah. It, it is a good game, though. It was. So, I mean, that's all I have to say about that. And, and this kind of marks yep. the end of the almost yearly franchise. Uh-huh. And they started taking two years off for the next yes. game, which led to a brand new take on the franchise, which... I will defer to you guys here because I've barely <laughs> touched this new trilogy and, and don't know yeah. a lot about it. So tell tell us about Origins and Odyssey and Valhalla and how that <laughs> has changed the formula of Assassin's Creed. So I think Malcolm should take over Origins because you've probably spent the most time on this. Yeah. But I think we can both agree this is where we like see a new type of Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Like a massive open world oh, and like completely. just everything changes. Completely. Compared to the other games, I mean these these uh, you know, this next trilogy, I mean the games are enormous. So Origins, you know, it's gonna take place in, you know, ancient Egypt. Um, or, or rather, Egypt of antiquity. So, you know, we're talking mm-hmm. about, you know, the times of Julius Caesar, you know, Cleopatra, you know, these are characters that you run into. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. you know, the biggest changes, uh, you know, because of course they're, they're, they're going to, you know, it's Ubisoft. We know their, their record with, you know, the historiosity and, you know, getting the settings right. Uh, and that's all there in this game, and it's beautiful. Um, but the biggest thing for me was kind of the changes to combat, um, making that so much more of a focus you know compared to prior games you know if, you know playing yeah. these newer titles you know especially origins and odyssey uh you really do feel the speed uh and then and then of course there's the rpg elements uh you know where you're you know you can kind of put points into skill trees or talent trees and you know unlock different things and then of course there's yeah. you know the endless uh, customizability because they have to you know put stuff in to keep you playing for you know two years as opposed to a year now so uh, you know, that was that yes. was the biggest thing to me. Yeah, totally agreed. Um, I liked how there were almost zero loading times, except the one, and that's just when you load up the game. Everywhere is completely accessible, almost uh, seamlessly. And of course, ancient Egypt was huge for me. I love Egypt. So exploring all the different uh, pyramids and all the temples mm-hmm. and such. And what I really liked about this game, and I know this is not like combat or gameplay related, was the... Um, historical tour 
uh, aspects. And this is what they added later. And you could actually just explore the entirety of, I guess, Lower Egypt is what they have um, in this game. Mm-hmm. And you can explore all of that just you know at your own pace casually without any enemies and you can go to so many different locations and get essentially a guided audio tour of the history of all these different places and there are trophies associated with unlocking all of those so that's what i enjoyed most about origins (laughs) was just running around and climbing stuff and learning about them I mean, that is cool. Yeah, they added a lot yeah. of stuff in these games to make the gameplay not feel uh, linear. Yeah. As, as much as possible, yep. you know, whether that's adding a bunch of side quests, uh, you know, or, or different things you can go do, or like like you said, the, the historical points there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was... And, and, and you know, like, they, they still have, uh, uh, you know, like, hunting and, you know, kind of resource gathering as, as you yeah. know, a, a factor that becomes more important uh, you know, I found in Origins and Odyssey was, you know, resource management and, you know, gathering, uh-huh. resource gathering was really much more important than prior games. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's constantly updated. Like, they're always adding new quests, too. You start to see that with this game, you know, from the head offices. <laughs> they start oh. adding new uh, new designs after the game released, you know, new cosmetic options, new, uh, I guess, DLC even. So let's talk about the, the story for a little bit. This game's called Origins for a Reason. Um, this is essentially the origin story of the Assassin Guild, or the Assassin Creed. Yeah. <laughs> the Assassin's Creed, um, which comes from, I believe, the Medjai. They're the, uh, are, are they the bodyguards for the Pharaoh? Yeah, that's am, right. am I butchering that, Malcolm? No, nope, no, nope, that's correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> awesome. So it was really cool for me to see that. Uh, and kind of experience that uh, through the lead character. Oh my gosh, what was his name? Yeah, I'm blanking. I yeah, should his, his name was Bayek. And Bayek, yeah, that's you, right. Yeah, so you got to play as him, and you know his his story kind of reminded me a lot of uh, Ezio's story a little bit, um, just because uh-huh. you know both characters. Uh, you know, like when you start out in Origins, you start out kind of on the smaller side of things. So uh-huh. it's, so you know, it's just like kind of working with your local village to try and figure out uh-huh. like these things that are going on then you end up hunting down i think uh, because you know in each game the the group of people that you kill have different names and i think in in origins they were all named after yeah. animals so you'd like have to hunt mm-hmm. down like the alligator or the or the ibis yeah. or the, or the <laughs> serpent yeah. or something or the viper mm-hmm. you know whatever it was so uh yeah. you know that, that 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 part was was done really well yeah agreed but uh, you know, I really liked Bayek's story. Did you did you get to play as Aya, which which was his his wife, I believe, in the game? I can't remember yeah. if you played as her or not, or if you could choose to play as her. I don't remember actually playing as her. That's a great question. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't either because I know that you know I mean, we'll get to Odyssey in a little bit, but uh, you know uh-huh. I couldn't remember if this was the game where they let you choose kind of like in Syndicate where you could. No, you can't swap. choose. Yeah. But when you did get to Odyssey, or when Odyssey came out, you did kind of get that option at the beginning, get to choose who you played as, mm-hmm. and that altered the story. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, let's go ahead and move into Odyssey. I think that's a good uh, good segue. Yeah. I really liked Origins, but Odyssey is where it really got big for me, mm-hmm. personally. Um, and I assume the same for you, Malcolm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, 150 <laughs> hours easy in, in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yes. And one thing that I've noticed with Origins as well as Odyssey is this is kind of the age when 
the games just explode in the amount of time that you can sink into them. Because I feel like there was yes. always a finite amount of time of gameplay yeah. in in all the prior games, like even including Black Flag. But you get to Origins uh-huh. and Odyssey, and uh, you, you can talk about Valhalla when we get to it. But uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, just the breadth of things there is to do is it's yeah. it just explodes, and there's you know, you know, I mean, all of it has meaning. You know, whether it's gathering certain resources. Or hunting down specific uh, like uh, legendary weapons or armors, uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's so much uh, you know so much value and things to do in Odyssey. I feel like they just exploded with that. And the world is massive. Like this might be the biggest Assassin's Creed world yeah. to date, and it's it's ancient Greece, but it's the entirety of ancient Greece, and it is huge. And the game almost feels unwinnable. <laughs> because they're always adding new things. Yep. And then they added this element of um, user-created quests that you can access. And it, it, it's like, and Cameron probably knows this too, it's overwhelming how much there is to do. It's why I quit. That's yeah, it's, why I it's need too to go much. back to it. Because I played, I, I, I know I've, I've said this before, but I played six hours and yeah. thought that was a plenty big area I was in and then uh-huh. opened the map and zoomed out and zoomed out and zoomed out and zoomed out and it's like oh my gosh yeah. I've, I've covered like one percent of this map and yep. it, it overwhelmed me it's like i i can't yeah. commit to this yeah. i just don't want to not only did they add like just big maps and you know things to find and uh all that uh they added the aspect of the peloponnesian war you know between yes. sparta and athens and you know you get to kind of you know side with them, and then you can, there's different yep. benefits yep. Uh, or attributes that you can kind of gain depending on you know the faction you side with, and you know you help them like conquer a territory, and you know that uh-huh. adds you know that's that's more to the game that wasn't in prior ones. Yeah, totally. And like they bring back the ship combat too, which works really well in this game. And essentially, if you're fighting for the Spartans, the Athenians will attack you, and vice versa. Yeah, that's like depending on who you spend more time siding with. But uh, you've this, the story here is you get to choose uh, Cassandra or Alexios, and they take the same role regardless of who you play. You start out as just basically a what is it, a Mystheos, uh, a, uh, yeah. a hired the killer, and a, yeah, yeah. So you tour around ancient Greece and uh, you find out like this secret order, which is I guess kind of the predecessor to the Templars, is uh, behind the bad things. Of course they are. And the really cool aspect of this game is this the discover or the rediscovery of the Isu uh, in this ancient, ancient civilization that came before the humans, uh, essentially. Oh, right. Yeah. So this is like the rediscovery of them in Cassandra or Alexios, depending on who you choose, kind of initiates that. So and from there, there's multiple storylines that branch out that are almost too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We could do a you, podcast you on almost game. just the side quests. And the characters that yeah. you meet there, you know, the the biggest thing for me in this game uh, was, was was for me was the combat again. Um, uh-huh. You know, I felt like this was the like one of the best in incarnations of the combat that they've done. It felt extremely smooth. Um, you know, I uh-huh. always liken it to, uh, uh, to to the movie Troy uh, when uh-huh. Brad Pitt's character Achilles is like storming the beaches. And he just starts, yeah. you know, going through people and he's, you know, spins his shield around and blocks arrows. And then he's like running up steps and fighting people <laughs> like this game made you really feel like you were d- this ancient Greek, you know, reincarnation mm-hmm. of, of just this amazing warrior. And, and you know, you yes. could really feel that, um, you know, throughout the whole game. Mm-hmm. 
and then you know uh you know whoever you pick ends up uh you know being kind of your the other sibling that you you run with so whether you pick alexius or cassandra the other person it becomes mm-hmm. you know the demos becomes the hand of this this new cult the cult of cosmos so yeah the people yeah. you're fighting yeah yeah exactly so so that was uh, like that was, that was so interesting and and again like uh-huh. this this game adds so much depth with uh mm-hmm. with like choices choices that you can make to do things you know um you can yeah. you can you have romance options in this game. Mm-hmm. You can romance people, yep. and uh, you know that I didn't really see that much in in the prior games at all, really. Um, so it just continue, yeah. you know, just con- the continually uh, they continually add depth, uh, you know, mm-hmm. for you to really dig into uh, your own character to really you know make them your own. Exactly, I totally agree, and it almost gets to the point in this game where it's too much. But then, like, you get to the next game, Valhalla. I think they did the right things for this game where it kind of throttles back and makes things more achievable or at least feel more mm-hmm. achievable um, to me personally. But uh, yeah, actually let's, let's start talking about Valhalla. Yeah, go ahead. Um, did you play much of this game, Malcolm? Uh, I, I have not, I have not played it much at all. Um, I've kind of okay. just, uh, you know, what I've seen casually through passing of uh, YouTube videos is all I've really seen, but, but it seems, okay. it seems uh, it looks solid. It looks, looks beautiful. Uh, it really is. It so, really is. I've not played it yet either, so no spoilers here, Jake. Okay, okay. Well, um, basically, this game takes place uh, during the Viking raids, um, several centuries after the Roman Empire has uh, fallen uh, in England. Uh, it takes place in England, um, and you're uh, the Vikings, essentially. So um, you tour all around England, and uh, you find out all kinds of cool stuff about how the apples of Eden are involved. And there's a lot, there's a lot of real historical characters, and um, that's all I can say about that for no spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you probably don't have a lot to say. So I do want to ask, uh, talking about, I guess, all three of these games, how do you feel about the whole leveling experience and fighting enemies that are too strong for you? Because personally... I really hate the fact that I can't sneak up and, and assassinate a character because they're too high of a level. And uh, it's like my hidden out. blade is a hidden blade. It kills just the same. You know, it's like, yep. why do I have to be a higher level to be able to stab this person? And that really bothered me in Odyssey. Yeah, it, ugh, it's a very video gamey element. Kind of takes you out of the world of Assassin's Creed, right? Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. It, I didn't it, like it. It certainly, you know, it certainly removes that aspect of being an assassin. Um, and uh-huh. and you know, I mean, in, in one aspect, it's it's kind of fun because you kind of become more of a warrior rather than just an assassin who's just you know trying to go after specific people. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. only you know, kind of fighting or killing people to get in your way. Uh, and then just kind of leveling up through the process of completing missions rather than, you know, mm-hmm. in, in like Odyssey where you are, you know, getting experience to, you know, from quests or killing animals or fighting other uh, other mercenaries to, to gain rank. Uh, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it adds a bit more depth, but it, the cost is it takes you out of that mentality of being an assassin. Yeah. yeah. It carries on in Valhalla, but it's not as exorbitant. It's not as ridiculous. Hmm. Okay. Can't really explain it a better way. It just doesn't feel as, you know, like frustrating. But anyway. (laughs) So one final question, just from your own opinions. Should I continue playing Odyssey or should I go back and play Origins first? 
Story-wise, you're gonna want, uh, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you That's were just, if you were were interested in like the like first civilization, the Izu or Izu uh, uh, storyline, then you'd want to start with Origins because it follows uh-huh. uh, Layla Hassan, who's kind of the Desmond of these games. Okay. Yeah. There's parts in the game that you play as her. Yeah. I would say from a fun aspect, I would start with Odyssey because it's I find it <laughs> I find it more fun. But okay. You yeah. know, storyline wise, if you wanted to know more, then I would say Origins. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, I do agreed. like the story. So, storyline, do origins first. Totally agree. Okay. Yeah, and before we end, I had just one quick question for you two. Uh, yes. So what? So you know, we've gone through all these different uh, historical periods throughout Assassin's Creed. Is there any period, historical period, that you would like to see in a future game? Ooh, good question. That is a really good question. I want to see feudal Japan. Yeah, yeah. I feel that's. I think that's a lot of people's go-to answer. Yeah, um, I know it's overdone, it, but <laughs> it's just like why? Yeah, why has this not happened yet? Um, yeah. And then Jake and I have talked about this before. It's like Ghost of Tsushima is that game, right? It just yeah. doesn't have the Assassin's Creed title on yeah. it. Yep. But honestly, for me, I would like to go further. I would want to see. I don't not not modern, but. I was gonna say Western, but then I'd then that'd be a little too much like Red Dead at that point. So I don't know. What's a good more recent time? I'm a bad person to ask this question to because my world history knowledge is garbage. So Assassin's Creed twenty twenty. We could probably integrate COVID to some <laughs> yeah. crazy conspiracy. Uh, yeah, the Templars. <laughs> they made COVID. Yeah, this is a you know a, an Izu you know forest <laughs> that was sprung from the earth. I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So <laughs> who knows? Yeah, honestly, I haven't really thought of it outside of that Japan answer because that's what always gets brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think uh, I'm disappointed that there's like those Chronicles games that do take place in. Uh, like there's the China one, which that setting looks really interesting and Russia looks really interesting, but will they ever go back to that since they already did those side scrolling Chronicle games? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully they'll go back and expand upon it. So my, my choice would have been feudal Japan as well. Uh, you know, and mm-hmm. I, 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 I really wonder, you know, when they were making Valhalla, if they were kind of thinking in the back of their minds, like, Oh, let's maybe make a Japan one. And then they're like, nah, we don't yeah. want to compete with ghost of Tsushima. Because I mean, they yeah. would directly <laughs> compete with each other. You'd have two, two you know, feudal Japan games competing. So for me, I would say the time period, uh, the best time period would be uh, that they haven't covered would be the Reconquista in Spain. I think it would be really cool uh. to kind of because you know there's obviously great architecture there. Uh, you know, you got the yeah. splicing of uh, you know kind of Middle Eastern North African because uh, the uh, you know the Muslim caliphates really owned or you know ruled most of spain for several hundred years yeah so there's a lot of influence uh-huh. there but then there's also the european influence you know in places yep. you know like barcelona or something you know where that are closer you know to france where you know you had these strongholds of christendom that held out for for years and eventually reconquered the uh the peninsula so i think that would be really cool i like that yeah. and to spin off that i'd i'd say like south or, or central america like aztec stuff like i think that'd be pretty cool too yeah that would be cool wow huh i mean you could almost link those two together like because there was kind of a i guess emergence, emerging yep. of culture from spain interesting yep. wow so much 
thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder what they're considering. I'm sure it'll be fun either way. Either way. So, yes. guys, let's go ahead and, and let's wrap up that conversation, but don't go anywhere yet. Let's play some trivia. Yes. Let's, let's do, do this. All right. right. I've got this awesome trivia game for both of you. This is Assassin's Creed version trivia, meaning you're both going to get five individual questions. And here's the Assassin's part. If one of you gets a question wrong, the other has an opportunity to steal that point by getting the question correct. Okay. So this could be very crazy, very unfair, very fair. I don't know, but you'll both get five random questions. So I hope you know them. (laughs) I feel like Malcolm is way more prepared than I am. So we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know we'll, how difficult these questions yeah, are. We'll see how how, how far the, uh, into the de- into the weeds we go here. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So here's how this is going to work. Which one of you would like to begin? We've got five questions each, total of ten. Who would like to start? I'll go first. All right, Malcolm. Question number one. This is actually <laughs> oh the warm up question. What company developed the Assassin's, Assassin's Creed series? Sorry. What company? Uh, would that be Ubisoft, Jake? That would be correct. I'd like to steal Malcolm and say gets... Ubisoft. <laughs> oh, oh no. snap. <laughs> oh, man. Uh-oh. That's, uh, that's going to be another point. I'm still <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, question number two. Cameron, which Assassin's Creed game was the first to feature multiplayer? I feel like this is already a lot harder than the question you gave Malcolm. <laughs> which uh, is why I warned. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say Brotherhood. Brotherhood is correct all right (laughs) nice job cameron one to one all right number three which assassin's creed was the first one to be considered for multiplayer meaning they actually had tech demos ready they had tech demos ready Mm, i would say they were never released yeah i would say assassin's creed 2 assassin's creed 2 i'm sorry that is incorrect man wow Which, which could it be i will say the first one Cameron has assassinated for the point. Uh, <laughs> it was Assassin's Creed 1. Yeah, they actually prepared demos for it, but they were never released. That's um, a cool fact. Yeah. All right. So I believe number four is Cameron. Yes. All right. Number four, Cameron. Which system did Assassin's Creed 1 never appear on? A, Wii. B, PS3. C, PC. Or D, it appeared on all of these at some point. Thing, I feel if I get it wrong, then it's an easy steal from Malcolm, but I'm going to say <laughs> it is not on Wii. It's not on Wii? Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. Right. Yep, it was never released on the Wii. At yeah, any I doubt point. the RAM and the Wii could handle all those NPCs. Yeah, I was just thinking that myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, definitely not. All right, uh, number five, Malcolm. What was the name of Ezio's little brother? Was it A, Federico? B, Benvolio, C, Petruccio, or D, Mercutio. <laughs> um, I believe it was the the first one that you said, Federico. Federico. Yeah. I am sorry. It is not <sighs> Federico. Gosh. Cameron, the would you like to steal the point? The correct answer is C, Petruccio. Nice. That is correct. Nice. Good guess. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Federico was actually his older brother. Ah, uh, so, Yeah. And then Benvolio and Mercutio are in um, Romeo and Juliet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved that. Uh, 
All right. So number six, I believe that is Cameron. Me. Yes. Yep. Right. Which assassin has been featured in the most games overall, mainline and spinoffs included? No options. No options. Well, I feel like the answer is too obvious, so it can't be the obvious answer. So featured. So are you saying like they're playable? Uh, yes. Like the okay. main character, not just like a two-second um, whatever. Cameo. Okay. Well, the, Cameo. I'm just gonna say Ezio. Ezio. Yeah. Ooh, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Malcolm, would you like to assassinate for the points? Oh my gosh. Um, wasn't Ezio? Wow, that was gonna be my guess too. So, uh, is it Altair? It is Altair. Malcolm assassinates for yeah, the points. Yeah, there we go. So. Ezio had the most appearances in mainline story games on consoles, but not in spinoffs, um, because you had like the alternate, um, like the Altair Chronicles and stuff like that. So spinoffs included. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that is that. I thought it right. was too it, obvious. Yeah. She <laughs> <laughs> right. That's, that's why I put it. All right. So number seven for Malcolm. What is Ezio's full name? You can get four points total here. What? Ezio Auditore. He doesn't get four da points. Ferenze. He gets one point. Okay. Well, all right. Cameron, you can match this too. Okay. It's it's Ezio Auditorio de Firenze. That is correct. I think one that's point for each of you. No, it's just one point for Malcolm. <laughs> that was his question. Points all around. Wait, what? Some... That was Malcolm's okay, question. Okay, okay. He gets one point. All right. All right. Fine. He, he gets one point. Sorry. <laughs> We're suddenly on whose line is it anyway, where the points don't matter. Yep. <laughs> yep. A thousand points for you for saying that. No. <laughs> Dang it. Sorry. I uh, I wrote some strange stuff that I forgot to edit out. Okay. All right. Number eight. Here we go for Cameron. In Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the Vikings travel to the semi-mythical world of Vinland. Where is Vinland located? Is it A, North America? B, South America, C, Egypt, or D, Antarctica. Wait, what'd you call it? Vinland? Vinland, yes. Huh. Uh, I don't know. Um, Antarctica. Antarctica? Ooh, sorry. That is incorrect. Shoot. Malcolm, would you like to assassinate for the point? Uh, yeah, is it uh, North America? It is North America. Nice that job. Was, that was my first guess, <laughs> but then I thought... Uh, Antarctica's more mythical, and like that, that yes. sounds more fun. Yeah. So the Vikings were known to travel to North America, being the first uh, Europeans to do so. But nobody knows for sure where Vinland was. There are educated guesses, but uh, it's still semi-mythical. Oh. That's what they called it, though. They called it Vinland. Okay. All right. So number nine for Malcolm. Uh, Assassin's Creed Two featured twenty-one swords and knives in total. Which of these was not in Assassin's Creed 2? A. Stiletto. B. Old Syrian Sword. C. Officer Sword. Or D. Sword of Altair. Uh, is it Officer's Sword? It is Officer's Sword. Ah, <laughs> nice yes. job. Good job. Officer's Sword was not featured in this game. It was featured in 3. Okay. Alright. So, number 10... Cameron, what's the name of Edward Kenway's ship? And no multiple choice on this? <laughs> Sorry. That, that doesn't seem fair. 
Malcolm's last it question was multiple choice. Um, f- Malcolm, do you know the answer? Uh, I think I do. He thinks he does. Can okay. you give me the first letter? I can. Okay. It's a J. Huh. Uh. Dang it. The, the jaunty. Good guess, but no. <laughs> No, sorry. The John thing. Malcolm, would you like to assassinate uh, for the point? The fearsome ship, the John thing. Uh, uh, no, that's not it. <laughs> uh, uh, is it uh, the Jackdaw? I think that's what it was called. It is the Jackdaw. Dang it. Yes, that is it. So, um, now, since we're very close in points, actually, we've got the final one, which oh. is a... Bidding war. Okay. Yay. A bidding war, nice. Right. A bidding war. Yes. As of September tw- uh, 2021, there are 12 main Assassin's Creed titles for consoles and PC, not including spin offs, mobile games, collections, or remasters. How many of those can you name? Who would like to do the bidding? There, you said there are consoles? Yes. Consoles and, and 12? PC. Yes. 12 main ones. Not uh, mobile games, not spinoffs, not remasters. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to say I can do all 12. All 12? Oh, snap. Can you match that, Malcolm? Oh, uh, shoot. Um, he has to bid more. I think I just broke the game. Yeah. Well, yeah. I do have a tiebreaker here. Shoot. All right. I, I, do I, I don't think I could name 12. I could probably name like um, like 10, I think. All right. So. 10. Let me have my go. Here we go. All right, Cameron. You're on. All right. One, two, Brotherhood, Revelations, three, uh, three, Liberation. It's not a spinoff. It came to console. I'll give you that one. It came to console. Okay. Black Flag, Rogue, Unity, Syndicate, Origins, odyssey valhalla 13 yeah well i wasn't gonna count that one but it does technically count so you got more than what uh you bargained for therefore you win nice good job so you get that one all right now i do have a bonus point who wants to go for it actually yeah uh how about this (laughs) which takes place first chronologically Mm. And which one takes place most recently? So, how are we answering this? Uh, you can each try and answer. Like, what do you think? So, let's do which one came first chronologically. Yeah, and chronologically. We're, we're talking about, like, in the game, actual history, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're talking um, storyline story line? here, okay. not development. Okay. okay, how about how about we do this, Malcolm? Let's have, have both answers in your head just locked in so and okay. just... Trust that we're not going to change it based off the other person's answer. Okay. You can each get a point here. All right. Um, you want to go first? Well, hold on. Okay. I've got mine locked in. Okay. Uh, I've got mine locked in, too. Cool. Whoever go wants to start. Okay. I would say uh, first comes Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey and then Assassin's Creed 3. Okay. Oh, I was going to say Origins and then 3. Okay. Actually, neither are correct. Oh, really? Oh, man. Good guesses, though. Uh, the first one was Odyssey, which takes place in 431 BC. 
And the most recent was Syndicate, which takes place oh, in 1868 AD. Oh, uh, <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that. Nice, uh, nice try, though. Good guess. So here is the final score. Drum roll, please. Let's see. Cameron has six points. Oh, sorry. Malcolm has six points. Sorry. <laughs> Cameron has five points. What? Uh, nice job. All good right. job, guys. Nice. Good job. That was okay. really close. Well played, that was everyone. really good. Yep, that was awesome. Very All good. right, so there we go. Uh, that was a lot of fun. So, Jake, thank you for making that trivia round for us. And Malcolm, thank you again for being here. I hope you had fun. Thank you so much. It was amazing. Can't wait to discuss more Assassin's Creeds in the future. Well, Fantastic. we look forward <laughs> to doing that with you. So let's go ahead and get out of here. My name's Cameron. And I'm Jake. Smoke bomb. We're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> and it's over. Right, that'll work. Oh,